Midnight Menu. Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata, and we are not at, we are not at Ted's Frost Top tonight. For the first time, you're here for history being made. For the first time in the history of the show, we are on location. Not very far, but we are at Charcoal. Great new hamburger place getting lots of buzz, and so we're excited to be able to do a special episode. We'll be doing a hamburger tasting tonight. And instead of one guest, we have like 12 or 15 or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've lost control of this. I don't know what's going on. But we, we have, first of all here, our, our main guest is Blake Haney. And he is a New Orleans native with a love for his hometown that goes back to before it was fashionable. Blake, Blake runs a design studio um, he'll tell us about, Canary Collective, and founded local clothing company, Dirty Coast, in my neighborhood. I, I shop there a lot. Um, Coined the post-Katrina slogan, be a New Orleanian wherever you are. Hundreds of people have that as their Facebook status and, and uh, their slogan, and um, maybe thousands or millions. He's printed something like, I think, what is it, up to 42 billion stickers now, right, I think? With two, that says that? Over, <laughs> over 2 million stickers. Really over 2 million stickers? Yeah, wow. wow, I thought that was an exaggeration. That's amazing. Two mi- and you give those away, right? Yep. All right, we'll talk about that in a minute. It's our marketing um, budget. Well, anyway, he's also, the main thing they do, though, is besides giving away stickers, that wouldn't be the best business model. They also uh, sell things, and they sell uh, New Orleans-centric wear, T-shirts. I was just at a party right before this, and a guy was wearing a, a bag that he got from Dirty Coast. I noticed that. Um, but got to be 80 or 100 or 120 different designs. We'll talk about that in a bit of New Orleans-centric T-shirts. And anyway, so we're excited to have Blake Haney. And the way the show usually works is you get to bring a plus one. Today, he brought a plus three, I think, but, uh, or four. But uh, could you introduce your plus one? Yeah, my uh, plus one is my friend Joe Butler, who's uh, the local, uh, I guess, project manager, manager coordinator of um, this Art Spaces project, which he can talk much more about. But a really, really cool project that's going to be going up in Treme in a few years. Hey, thanks for being here. Um, it was nice to see y'all. I, I don't know. I didn't ever think I'd get to be a Blake plus one. So this is a really special <laughs> night for me. I, I don't know how this ends, but right now we both got a beer, so anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we also have with us, we're honored to have with us the co-owners of Charcoal, the restaurant, who are our gracious hosts tonight, and we'll be out who, who are hosting this burger tasting. And why don't you all introduce yourselves? I'm Blaine Preston Bay. And I'm Craig Walker. And uh, we're really happy to be here and have you guys here in our, in our establishment. Thank you. Well, I'm excited about this. We're going to be getting a burger soon. What burger is coming? Do we know what the first one is? The veggie burger will be coming first. The veggie burger is coming supposedly first. Supposedly they're starting light and they're going to progress down to the Kobe burger. And then after the Kobe burger is like, I think it's like a polar bear or something like that. <laughs> so it's a really rare, rich. It costs $70, though. So. For real? The, the polar bear, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can I get two of those? Yeah, that sounds well. awesome. Okay. Well, um, while we're waiting for a burger, um, why don't you tell us about Dirty Coast? How did it get started? What was that about? What was your vision? Uh, well, I had, I had the idea uh, in 2004. I had my design studio, Canary. We were doing a lot of web development and some e-commerce for other clients. And I had a bunch of like funny slogans that I wanted to get designed and put on shirts. And so since I had all the pieces, I thought I'd put something together, just do an online store, sell a few hundred shirts, make my money back, and it would have been a fun experiment. During two, early 2005, we designed like the Metairie Safe Here shirt and the New Orleans So Far Behind, Behind We're Ahead and a few of those. And then I hadn't launched it yet. I was still doing my day job with uh, my studio. And then, of course, we had the federal levy failure and... Suddenly, what was going to be like an audience of a hundred people who were 
super huge fans of New Orleans and wanted to wear quirky shirts became a much bigger vision, you know, bigger mission also as a brand to actually have everybody in the city suddenly be a fan and, you know, wanting to wear their pride of of place on a shirt. It was basically a T-shirt to billboard for whatever you represent. So that's kind of how it took off. I mean, I will totally admit myself, Nagin, and uh, (laughs) construction companies are the ones who... Made a lot of money off of Katrina. As, uh, <laughs> I was going to say there are a lot of people I, that, in, I, in weird ways, benefited. Yes, and you're one of those. You would not be. You would not have 120 different T-shirts today. No, I would not. I would not. Katrina. You know, I'm happy to have known you for a lot of years, Blake. But I, I must admit, there have been more than a few occasions when I thought, was he in the right place at the right time, or is he talented? <laughs> Honestly, right now, let us know how much of it was just just pure. You know, location. Well, they, location, I mean, they're not mutually location, exclusive, location. though, right? They can How both be true. Are you? Maybe well, no, like, right, right. Say, it's possible. It's a big maybe, con- maybe right. being in the right place at the right time is a talent. That's Have true. Thought about mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. Let me. Uh, can I announce this burger? Yes, we're, we're, we're now. Here? We're now uh, stuffing our face with this delicious veggie burger. Tell us about it. So the veggie burger is the first one that we're eating, and the veggie burger is white bread, sun-dried tomato aioli, sprouts, roasted red peppers. Sauteed mushrooms. I'm Let me say, s- this is looking good. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Wait, so what's the patty made out of? The, pa- <clears throat> the patty is a mixture of uh, Louisiana brown rice with uh, red beans ah. um, and other Cajun ingredients. Well, I got to tell you, when, when he said that the veggie burger was going to be first, I'm hungry. I, I, didn't, I didn't have dinner. I was a little disappointed. I was like, okay, I'll enjoy the second one. Yeah. I'm, I'm a carnivore for sure. <laughs> and... Uh, Primarily, this is delicious. This is like the best veggie burger I've ever had. This great is great. I wouldn't say that lightly. Yeah, it's very fitting for a Monday. <laughs> it's a, this ver, this burger is up there for, with the um, the only one I've had in town veggie burger I've ever really liked was this one. And um, there's a, a black bean veggie burger I had once at Surrey's that was pretty good, but at I've Surrey's. never had anything like I've, I've tried the ones you like get at Whole Foods. And oh, it's awful, horrible, inedible, <laughs> absolutely horrible. Like. Just insulting. Yeah, I think it's just to reinforce the idea that you shouldn't be eating burgers. Right. So vegans and vegetarians are like, no, you know, yes, this it, is horrible. It's for people to suffer and uh, for a cause, right? You're saying, okay, I'm morally superior to you, so I'm going to suffer through yes. this terrible burger. Yes. But nobody chooses because it tastes <laughs> they're, better. They're eating it and they're going. This is I the can't first one I had that tastes better than a regular burger. Well, I, I actually am a recovering vegetarian. I, I was for about 12 years until I moved back to New Orleans post K, and um. So I can tell you, this is, this is bringing me back to, I don't know if it's good old days or the bad old <laughs> days, but you boys got the texture right, and that's the thing. It's got a nice, full flavor, and it, it's a good chew. Well done. Uh, this is a great start. We appreciate it. More, please. <laughs> it's weird. What's really weird is the polar bear burger. That <laughs> one tastes almost exactly like that. It's really weird. There you go. Joe should, Joe should talk about his, his art spaces project. Yeah, tell us about that while we wait for the next one. Yeah, it's always good to be asked when your mouth is full, right? <laughs> Come on, chew, People man. love chew. chewing on the radio. Um, work for a nonprofit art space. We have 32 buildings around the country, and what we do is we build apartments and usable space for artists and arts organizations. We've been really lucky to be working in the city for about four years now. Blake is one of our buddies and partners, and we are using um, two blocks of... Uh, public school property of the former Braille School to build departments and uh, studios and offices for arts and arts organizations. It's part of trying to keep the culture alive and you know just sort of building off the new spirit that we have about all wanting to be here. We all choose New Orleans right now and 
see a business like yours open up and invest a whole bunch of money and effort and just say we're taking this corner back. That's why we're, we're doing what we're doing. So it's a good thing. Now, you live Thank here you. in New Orleans? I do. I'm, I'm born and raised, as they say. Um, so was your first property in New Orleans, or did you have to go somewhere else to get it started, and then you came back here? Well, the nonprofit I work for uh, is about 30 years old. So oh, okay. they started actually in the Midwest, but we've got offices in New York and Los Angeles and Washington, et cetera. So we've, we've managed to, to make a pretty good footprint nationally, and it's taken a while to make a model that's good for New Orleans, right? Because this is a New Orleans project. It's not about something right. from the outside coming in. Exactly. It's about using our local resources. Exactly. And, uh, we'll talk more about it as we go. Well, my mouth's not so full. <laughs> it's a, and it, the building is on um, North Galvez and Ursuline. Yep, Ursuline. And it's, this, oh, it's, right. it's an amazing building that you would never really see unless you're going down North Galvez. Because in the front, it's oak trees, and you really, can't really see the full building. But if you go down North Galvez... Porter's line and see it. It's it's incredible. I mean, yeah, it's by the same architect that did the uh, Sacred Heart building on St. Charles Avenue. Right. Um, Allison Owen was his name. And the building's early 1900s, like a lot of the New Orleans great stock. Uh-oh, more food. More food. Here we go. What do we got coming now? Well, this is the Salmon Burger. Salmon Burger is the on the Hawaiian sweet bun with the basil aioli. Spicy mayo, cucumber, arugula, and tomato. Or tomato. Tomato. Now let's have a moment of silence while we stuff our faces. <laughs> wow. What do you think? Uh, could this count for a Passover meal? <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not qualified. I'm not certified. As Presbyterian I am, but... <laughs> I can't speak for the Jewish uh, religion here. I was raised Episcopalian, and I can say without a doubt, this is okay. <laughs> now, this is fresh and light. I mean, it's not lamb, but I think it's it has cobs. It's really good. You can taste the real green from the arugula. Mm-hmm. You got a nice balance. It's really good. Yeah, you can taste the grill, too. Great burger. <clears throat> yeah. And nothing wrong with a nice, shiny bun. <laughs> Well, right. maybe we should ask Lane and Craig, how did you design these? Like, where did this come from? What, what gave you this idea? I mean, for example, the first one, the veggie, is super creative. I mean, that's not the typical veggie burger you get somewhere. What, what gave you the idea? Uh, we, we really wanted to stay as local as possible. So when we were, were seeking out how we were going to do our veggie burger, we wanted to do stuff that was, you know, um, fluent to this area. You know, red beans and rice seems to be something everyone, you know, traditionally eats on a Monday. So, you know, bean being a base for most veggie burgers just seemed like the red burger would be fitting. Um, we also have a, a seafood market in the French Quarter, and we sell uh, Louisiana grained rices and stuff like that. And we have a really good uh, brown jasmine rice that is uh, from the Louisiana area. So we decided to incorporate that, and when you put the two together, and it comes out to be really a really good treat. Yeah, this aioli is fantastic on this salmon, man. It's really fresh and just green and tastes like the ocean, but it's got a nice bite to it. Tastes the grill. Awesome. Good job, man. Thank you. Yeah. Craig, like that's, that's Craig's creations. Craig's the aioli guy. He's made all <laughs> the sauces and stuff here for the burgers. Now, you're not making any special for us, right? This is the same as what people this is, come this in This is and what get. everyone gets. Yeah. And all, all the buns are done in-house right. every morning. So we have a baker that produces all of our buns in-house. Every all meats are ground fresh. So it's daunting. But um, <laughs> we're keeping up with it as best as we can. Yeah. How are you guys handling uh, having a new restaurant opening up and 
you know, the initial slam of customers and there's many the challenges that have but to happen. That's that's what the fun of you know that's part of the fun of opening we love up it. a new restaurant. We love it's, it. It's great. I mean, it's such a great spot to like you know to revitalize the spot too. This I remember when this was that sort of uh, graveyard uh, memorial here, and it was all overgrown and had the great sort of objects in it, but it was no, nobody mowed it. And it was a mess. We right next to that. Simone, <laughs> and uh, you know, right near the flag shop, the iconic flag shop, and Stein's Deli was getting going at that point. But uh, just to have this vacant right here in such a lively place on Magazine Street seemed like such a shame. And uh, I was excited to see something was coming. Didn't know what it was going to turn out to be. But So how long between uh, getting the idea and getting the doors open was it? I mean, how'd the process go? Well, About we, six years. Yeah, we bought six the property in, wow. <laughs> in October of 2007. And with, well, uh, like you said, we were part of the rebuild. We, we kept pushing forward. You know, it's taken some time, but... We've ended up with, with a really, really nice place. We kept our focus. You know, we've definitely expanded the menu um, as time has passed. You know, there have been other burger joints that have opened up in the city. And the one way <clears throat> for us to define ourselves is to be able to offer, you know, burgers that no one else is doing. That's, mm. um, you know, part of the whole. I mean, this was a terrible burger town when I first got here. I mean, there was <laughs> like, I mean, my, my take on it was New Orleans doesn't like to do anything that's like typically American. So it wouldn't do pizza well. It wouldn't do burgers well. It wouldn't do Chinese well. It does everything else well, but it doesn't do those things. Yeah, that's and, a good and, point. But it was, sort of, it was sort of depressing to me because once in a while you wanted a good burger. And there were some okay burgers. And I'm not putting down the ones that were here before the storm. But there was nothing that was like transcendent, like going to you know, change my life, whatever. And the last couple of years, you know, you all are part of that. It's just been this explosion of like really creative burger places. And to me, that, to me, that sort of matches what New Orleans is about, too. Like, it takes something that's somebody else's genre, but then does something really cool and different with it that other people aren't doing. We, we, we just wanted to give 10 different reasons for you to come back. That's what it was. <laughs> I had the antelope when I was here with my family. My family all had different, they all had different things. They could come and speak to it, but I had the antelope. I thought it was great, but so far I've liked the first two even better. Been really, I mean, now I kind of wish I, well, now I'll, I'll get them all tonight. <laughs> it's so coming it down matter. the road. <laughs> lucky shrimp. Lucky number three. What do we got going? This is the shrimp burger. Number three is the shrimp burger. It's the Hawaiian sweet bun again, which Joe oh, will like. Oh, that's the shiny bun. It's the white cheddar, <laughs> bacon, the secret sauce, guacamole, iceberg lettuce, and the tomato. Can you go back to that part where you said bacon? <laughs> bacon. Okay, bacon. Bacon, bacon. I just bacon. like to hear bacon. <laughs> nice. Mm. So you can tell us what the secret sauce is, or is it going to remain secret? Our secret <laughs> weapon. <laughs> Come on, just between us. No one else will know. It's actually a sauce that was passed down um, through the family that was not really a secret in our family, but when we opened up the restaurant, we it was it's a signature a sauce, sauce, so we decided to like, name it secret sauce. You know, every, so, really, so it really was a family recipe. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, a backyard wow. sauce when you're balling seafood. All coon asses have to have a good sauce to go with their balled seafood. It's a mayonnaise-based sauce with other ingredients that are secret, but I'll give you the mayo. <laughs> Tell our listeners from, um, that aren't from New Orleans what Kuna, or from southeast Louisiana, what's a Kuna's? <laughs> Someone south of the, south of the intercoastal. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't clear it up for some of them. No. The <laughs> if you want to know where the intercoastal is, Google. <laughs> <laughs> So how do y'all make this shrimp patty? Is this like really 100% shrimp here? 100%. Take Louisiana Gulf shrimp, um, and we actually 
dried out and grind it and then add seasonings and the shrimp has a natural binder um so we, there's no no filler no filler no egg this is scientific shrimp you're saying <laughs> <laughs> it's bp oil-free shrimp excellent no no seriously so you, you get some egg going and how long does it take before it becomes a patty you keep it cold overnight or how's no. that work just grind it like meat and, and pat it like a hamburger. It's really simple. Yeah, it really is. Well, this is the least kosher burger we've had so far. <laughs> so, right? And that's we all, got both bacon and, and shellfish in this one. Yeah. That's also something that we were passed down by our family as well, right. the shrimp burger. Yeah, growing so, up. Where'd y'all, uh, where'd y'all grow up? Homer. Okay. Born in Homer, raised in Lafayette. The both of us. All right. Nice. Same path. I get to go out to uh, Thibodeau on Thursday to meet with the Rouse's folks to talk about our shirts and their stores all right yeah those are good people i love how rouse's is really trying to make an extra effort to keep everything local and they just offer so much local stuff yeah that was kind of the idea is the you know connecting with a local brand like our own that sort of tries to be that's essentially the brand from beginning to end and then uh we're in nine of their stores local stores and so we're gonna go over there and see how things are going and do some cross promotion maybe shoot a video about it and then um I'd love it if we expanded into other parts of the state. So, now what's Patrick's role? I know Patrick real well. He's like the he's the COO of of okay. Dirty Coast. So he runs the day to day operations with um, you know handling our shipping, staffing, ordering. Right. I'm involved with creative, do the website, and then um, with my day job with Canary, I kind of you know I'll, I'll put in a few hours throughout the week, but then mainly it's just a, as long as things are running well and we're putting out new product that people are digging. Luckily, you know, Patrick can kind of, you know, run things day to day. Yeah. Well, I, I was on the uh, the neighbor association. I was president of the neighbor association when you guys were moving right. spots there. Right. And you got my vote. I, I pushed really hard for you all to get the parking waiver, which was insane. Yeah. That they wanted to have parking spots to right. on Magazine Street right. to put you in the business. That. There were a lot of people <laughs> that, that wanted that. You, guys, you guys probably wish I was on your neighborhood association. Oh, yeah. huh? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it just makes great sense, and so good to have you there. I watched Patrick that first week carting stuff from his house because he lives about a block from the shop. Yeah, we, uh, we you know, our, our original shop was that, like, you know, 50-square-foot yep. box of, a you know, a store, and it was across the street on the next block. And on Thanksgiving Eve, about three years ago or something like that, we uh, moved pretty much our entire store to the new store, uh, just carrying boxes and sweating out all of our Thanksgiving food and whatnot and uh and the new space has been amazing i mean just having it the the visibility that front porch during mardi gras is awesome all the windows considering our first store had one small one it was like a prison room it was like a yeah, yeah. it was a cell block <laughs> all right i got i got four. one more comment before we move on um that combination of the bacon to bring in that salt element with that shrimp patty very nice Okay. Well done, well you're, done. You're an awesome food reviewer. I know. No, I, I, had, I didn't really. I that was not in any eat, way dude. planned. I just love. I didn't eat. plan these boys are bringing it. Food reviewer at all. Wow. Tell us about the turkey burger. All right. The turkey burger, the fourth of which we're eating, is wheat bread, sprouts, basil, basil aioli, jalapenos, red onion, guacamole. And your choice of cheese. And since we didn't choose, it's, it's the mystery cheese. What do you got for us, Mr. Charlie? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Sorry, I, I, I kind of thought it was gooey. It was either that or like brie or something because it was really gooey. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's great. This is the most delicious podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, the jalapeno's great. All right, with a mouthful, the trick to turkey is keeping it moist, right? Because it'll dry out in a second. Mm-hmm. This is moist, tender. The jalapeno pops. What are you guys doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Cooking. <laughs> Grinding meat. <laughs> Grinding meat. <laughs> no, I like what time do you start grinding meat to get everything working here? We have guys come in at 5 a.m. Jesus Christ. Uh-uh. Yep. I try not to do anything at 5 a.m. <laughs> so there's no pink slime in your burgers, right? No, you no, grind, no. You 100%. Yeah, we do everything in-house. We do our tater tots are hand-formed in-house. Our onion rings are made in-house. You know, we do everything here. Our chips, fries, everything's cut with our knife. What do you guys Throwing get? You know, you have things on here like antelope, elk, bison. You all have select farms you all work with? Or? Yes, yes. It's all. It comes from Colorado. They have farms there that have it, uh, you know, government grade meat that they can send. Um, so it's it's all, you know. Brought company in. Broadleaf um, is one of the companies in a, a local. What is it? Broadleaf, Broadleaf. Okay. A local distributor, um, flies it in for us, which have they've been um, pretty astonished by the amount of meat that we've been selling, <laughs> considering that it's not on everyone's yeah. menu. Well, what's that? We've like had to How much bison a, a, a month do you use? A month? You know? Yeah, how much a month? Uh, we, At we've least had a to, couple yeah, books. We've, had to, we've <laughs> had to sign um, some agreements to bring in like 2,200 pounds at a time with the uh, local buyers. So it, wow. it's going well. So, well, okay, but, so what? how about antelope? I mean, you use, uh, how much antelope do you use a, a, a month? It's up there, too. That's, it's up that's, there, too. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. That, no, no, I, w- I would say it, at least... 600 pounds a month right now we're going through of antelope. Why is that equal in chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> so Craig and Blaine moving big meat yeah, on Jackson yeah. and Magazine. That's right. All right. <clears throat> wow. So now, um, so what do you do with the meat when it's left over at the end of the day? How, I mean, how long can the, the, can, can the uh, uh, meat last? After it, the place is named Charcoal, and uh, that's my 13-year-old black lab, and he eats all <laughs> the leftover meats. Yeah, he's on a raw diet. <laughs> <laughs> no, so seriously, why New Orleans? Why not Homer or Lafayette? Um, well, it's all the same. Homer, Lafayette, you're in this area. You know, well we, said. We love, we love to fish and hunt, and... Um, <laughs> Craig's live other places. I've, I've been a few other places, and, you know, I, I was actually in school here prior to Katrina. Had, got pushed out, went to Baton Rouge for a year, and we came. he was in Atlanta. We both came back here to rebuild because we wanted to be a part of rebuild and be a part of this city. I mean, we love it here, and, you know, we, we hunt in Hopedale and fish in Doulard, So <laughs> I was talking to someone tonight and uh, before I got here, and I was just saying the most – beautiful thing about being in New Orleans right now is that we've all chosen to be here. Absolutely. You know, I mean, we put up with the little struggles that we have. You know, we cheer when certain indictments come down. But basically, <laughs> we decided that we wanted to be here, right? And so, exactly. that's a good thing about your town, right? That's, what, that's why um, <clears throat> New Orleans and Detroit are, have some kindred spirit. Like <laughs> Detroit's had like what, a 30-year Katrina. and if, you, if, you're, if, you're sticking, if you're sticking with living in Detroit, you've got some connection to a New Orleanian who moved back after Katrina. Because yeah. Maybe even more so. You're like, ah, it's been terrible for 20 years, but 
I will never leave. <laughs> right, right. I know we just slipped past them. As we're no longer the most blighted city in America. We're now number two. So we need to, we need to, we need to seriously buddy up with them. Yeah, yeah. We know we. Just the music connection. A lot the of past past few years, we've done some events. Uh, a few years ago, we did an event called Brooklynola. Uh huh. Brought some bands up to Brooklyn. They par- they played with some new musicians in Brooklyn. Brought up some chefs. Um, hold on, before I tell that story. What are we yeah, eating what are we eating? Here? The house. What's the, the house? House. We're in the house. The house burger, is a house bun. Mayo, mustard, pickles, white onion, iceberg, tomato, and your choice of cheese. And what was the choice that we got? Yellow cheddar. Yellow, Yellow cheddar. cheddar. You can Yellow tell by cheddar. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this looks like the all-American burger right here, yeah, huh? Yeah. That's what it is. It's the All least right. exotic of the four I think we've had, so, or five we've had so far, right? Uh, I just got a missed call from my mom. This is a good sign, right? <laughs> I don't know if she's listening in the future, but she probably is. I'm listening to this broadcast, which isn't on yet. About how much you love your mom? Hey, mom, thanks for the missed call. I really love you. Thanks for making teeth possible, because I'm about to get busy again with another charcoal burger. Mm. Okay, I, I have a question here for you guys. This is your fifth burger now. So the burgers have been cut into quarters. So you've had the equivalent now of one and one quarter hamburgers. How are you feeling? I can go for, with about 15 more at this point. I once ate 37 pancakes. <laughs> God. Wow. In 30 minutes, I can eat anything. Yeah. The creative talent of Blake. Yeah. I'm good. Unfortunately, I've been washing these down with some beer, so things are fine for me. The human stomach can hold about five pounds of food, I'm told, in one sitting, if you have a good-sized stomach. So that should be what is, how much meat is on this? Seven ounces. Seven ounces, okay. So the total weight of the whole burger, we probably don't know though, right? Probably about nine ounces. About nine ounces. All right, so we should, in theory, we should be able to eat about, what does that come out to? About eight burgers each, right? (laughs) Mr. Science. Wow. (laughs) You didn't even use Google for that. That was was really impressive. Pretty nice. Just save a confidence. All right, so where do you guys get this beef from? Because you got it coming out pink, so it's really fresh and, you know, where, where does this come from? Local purveyor as well. Um, it's a house blend that we um, grind all together, um, and that's what we call our house burger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got in there? You got sirloin top. It's a it's a it's about an eighty twenty percent ratio. All right, um, great. Twenty percent fat. Eighty eighty percent. Eighty percent meat, twenty percent fat. Twenty percent fat. Okay. <clears throat> what do you think of this beer? What are you drinking? So you drinking the same thing I am? Yeah. Lawnmower. The only problem is mine is a different color than yours. How's that possible? I asked uh, you the same thing as yours. I don't think you're drinking the same thing. Uh, no, we're not drinking the same thing. <laughs> you're not drinking the same thing. No thing. chance. You have no, idea what, you have no idea what you're drinking. What? That's a special beer. <laughs> they brew that here. Oh, really? Yeah. What is this? Cow fat. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know cow fat. Cow, cool. cow fat. Yes, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's cane break. What is it? Cane break. It's cane break. Oh, okay. There you go. We ran out of lawnmower. There you go. I like cane break. <laughs> I get cane break at a hot dog place all the time, so it's not a competitor, I guess. Right? That dog. It's now you. Like right? you were mentioning oh. earlier, uh, Americana, you know, being neglected. You got yeah. that dog. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. That's right. No, you couldn't get a good hot dog in this town either. No. A couple of years ago, yeah. I actually, to be honest though, I haven't had a hot dog since 1975. <laughs> I had eaten at every restaurant in the city for my little food thing, right? And so I had a fish dog there. I've actually never had a hot dog at that uh, dog, but so I go there all the time and I get the fish dog and I get the fries. I've always wanted to know about the fish dog, but I mean, just just two seconds on is yeah. it? What is it? It's I mean it's like a fish stick, but that's that's uh-huh. really that's that's not really giving it credit. It's it's, right. it's glorious. 
And to me, the thing about that dog is it's the toppings in the bun, too, even more than the meat. You know, I mean, it's just the, the bun is just incredible. And you can get, you know, they have a listing. Have you been there before? Oh, yeah, yeah, They have yeah. a listing of, like, 30 toppings. Yeah. And you can put all of them on there if you want. You can just go, give me everything, you know? Hey, you know, uh, one of the guys Which over there. Which would be kind of gross, but, I mean, I get, like, eight or ten things, yeah. Is, is uh, the, the crazed, famed New Orleanian Jackson Brown. If y'all don't know Jackson, we should hook up and have a food unquestionable event because he's, he's a couple years older than you guys. As being generous, Jackson, you owe me a dog. Um, <laughs> but... But y'all are doing the same thing where you're, you're just taking something that was standard and making it incredibly local and bringing your yeah. own, you know, skill set to it. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. Cheers. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a chain burger place that people don't know is a chain that opened up a few blocks from here. And I just want to cry every time I go by and I see it full, you know. Um, I don't get it because it's exactly identical to every other one in the country of that chain, you know. And I don't know why in the world anybody would go to that when you have places like this around that are really just, you know, one, one, why one you got, kind. Why you got to hate Burger King, man? What's that? <laughs> well, I said, why you got to hate Burger King? <laughs> so, so what are we, four down, five down? Through we're five. Six down, are we? Five, five down? Five. We're five down? Five down. Wow, so yeah. now we're getting to the heavy hitters, huh? Yeah, yeah the, we the are. Next, the next one's coming up is the bison. bison. So is there a yeah. progression to this? Are these getting progressively heavier? Is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Oh, oh, that's how you knew. I wondered how you knew. I thought you just memorized the order. They're numbered here. Okay. Are they numbered? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so I had the second heaviest burger. I didn't realize that. All right. So when are you guys open? Um, <clears throat> 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. Every, okay. every day except for Sunday. Well, we're, open Sunday? From, uh, we're open from 11 a.m. till 4 p.m. As of now, but those hours will change. Right. What, do you, what do you want people to know about about coming here? Why 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 should somebody who's never stopped? And I got to admit, I never stopped here before Blake invited me. I saw it; the building looked good, but I just I, I didn't know why I should go in yet. And it's not anything that you did or didn't do, but now I know. So, what do you want to tell people? We take pride in our food. We do everything from scratch, and um, we really emphasize uh, the name Charcoal's Gourmet Burger Bar. Um, the name Gourmet. We really put a lot of uh, effort into seeking out quality products, and <clears throat> the only uh, the only freezer we have in house is to store our local ice cream. So no, nothing is <laughs> nothing is frozen. Yeah, that's what I was wondering before about the leftover. Okay, that's great. Oh, if your dog ever gets too full from eating any leftover, <laughs> I have four dogs, <laughs> and I can uh, I'll just walk them over here and yeah, toss it out in the street. Yeah. Wow. All right. Bison burger. Attach this one. Uh. All right, the uh, sixth of our burgers is the bison burger. I don't even know how to pronounce it. That brioche. 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 Boar bacon. Spicy mayo. Midnight moon cheese. Spinach. And tomato. That cheese comes from St. James Cheese Company. St. James Cheese Company, oh. my good friends. I built their website. They're fantastic. I love wow. it. Best mac and cheese in the city. That's saying a lot. There's some good mac and cheese in the yeah, city. They have some wow. killer yeah. sandwiches over there. Oh yeah. And they're in my uh, they're in my crew to vu crew. I think they still are. All right. So they got a little freak in them, you know. All right. So how'd you two meet, Craig and Blaine? <clears throat> Through um, a cousin, yeah, a mutual friend, hit Blaine's cousin that uh, I grew up playing tennis with, and 
Uh, we used to fish and hunting together, and Blaine was good at fishing and hunting, and I was good at fishing and hunting, so naturally... We hung out. We became it's friends. Like high school? Uh, no, 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 college. College, college okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm about five years older than Craig, so we, we met in college. I, I went to, back to college when I was 24, and um, he was in school, and that's how we became friends. So you were in college together? Yeah, we were in college together, yeah, and then UNO. he decided UNO, okay. to uh, finish his business degree, and I decided to uh, go to Austin, Texas, to uh, Le Cordon Bleu Culinary School. All right. His bison is tremendous. Yeah, that is a meaty burger. That's actually our second best seller behind the house burger. That is a meaty burger. Yeah, it's a big, like, huge mouthful. It's not gamey, but it doesn't taste like beef, you know? Right. Right, right. If that's, that's a, if that's way of the it. third or fourth biggest burger, I'm afraid the Kobe burger is going to um, put someone to sleep or something. <laughs> you just uh, bragged that you had, like, 37 pancakes. What I said someone, about? not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for all of you. I am going to walk out of here. I already supposedly drank all that. Grasshopper beer or Duomo or <laughs> yeah, I know your is, beer yeah. looks full again. Yeah, that means, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, um, maybe we should ask you more about things too because we've been focusing on the burger and that's important. But Let's do it, yeah. So tell us more about what you do during the day. Uh, my studio is uh, during the day is called the Canary Collective, and we we do uh, we work with some local clients, some national. Uh, one or two that are out of the country. We do basically brand management, uh, web development, web design, a lot of custom programming. Uh, do pretty much 90% is web. And then we also will build online platforms. And we've been doing that for about three years and are now shifting from the sort of client model to creative investment where we'll actually help launch a project for a client. And the client essentially will become a partner and we'll have equity and the, and the brand, the idea. Mm. And the goal is to go from having, you know, 20 to 30 projects at one time, which is just crazy for a small right. studio. Have less than having like maybe six or seven brands like I have Dirty Coast. Right. And only invest and work on those particular projects. Occasionally we'll do so work. So you want to see him succeed because you're a shareholder in it too. We want to succeed. Yeah. Because, you know, the more successful it is, obviously more capital everyone is making. And for us, it's less stress, and we can really concentrate on the success of the project, like I would do with with Dirty Coast as my other company. So, uh oh, another burger came. Yeah, out. the venison is here. There we go. They seem to be coming out faster. Yeah, it does seem like the pace has picked up yeah, quite a like bit. Like it's a challenge or something. All right, this one now when you it's like four inches taller than the other one. So, which one are we eating here? We're. Uh, is this the venison? I, yeah. I have TMJ. I can't open my jaw yeah. wide enough to eat this in one bite. Brioche. Gorgonzola. All right. Oh. Sautéed mushrooms, mayo, spinach, and tomato. Now, are all your cheeses from St. James? No. All the, the, all the, the high-quality cheeses are um, blue cheese and Thomasonville's and Midnight Moon. Midnight some, of the, Moon. some of the harder ones to get. Okay. But like your basic cheeses then, like your cheddar or mozzarella or whatever, isn't from them? No. Okay. I haven't sworn yet, and I'm really working hard not to, but this is really insane. <laughs> They're all different. This is just the cheese and the venison oh, together. Geez. is just so like good. I got juice and sauce <laughs> running down my hands. I got to go, but it gets better as we go through the menu, eh? 
and that's a hat tip to our hunting. You know, that's basically a blend that we would use when we kill a deer, and you know, we make our, our grind meats for hamburgers and stuff. It's a it's a ribeye and venison mix. Yeah, we actually wow. we actually cut the venison with forty percent ribeye fat. Yeah, oh. I mean, this I've never had anything like this before. I mean, it's, it's so good. It's just it's kind of got a lot of things going on in your mouth, and you can taste the fat, but it's got great texture. This is awesome, boys. Really good stuff. Now, why do you? It's my favorite one by far. I'm sorry, I gotta just say. No, keep this going. Is, it's my favorite one. Jeez, uh, is amazing. Yeah, and it just with the gorgonzola. This is sick. Well, it doesn't like overwhelm it either. I mean, it's powerful cheese, but it doesn't overwhelm it. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. great and that, that now, cheese. why do you cut it? Like, what is that to save cost? Well, or is lean. that uh, no ven- venison? Uh, any of the game animals are typically lean, so uh, in order for you to not dry out the burger, we wanted to incorporate some some fat and marbleization in there. Right. Antelope, antelope has bacon. I find if you put fat in anything, <laughs> you're going to do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More fat. Yeah. I'm a big fan of fat. I'm a big fan of fat. I started eating bacon at, uh, every morning for breakfast and I started losing weight. I'm, I'm a big believer that that helps. Yeah. I started yeah. just doing straight up like a bunch of whole hard-boiled eggs and yeah. it, it works. Well, if somebody ever finds out that bacon's not good for you, I'll be in trouble. But, of course, that's never going to happen. The greatest yeah. thing you could ever eat is bacon is at Elizabeth's. Is there a praline, uh, praline bacon? bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're hungover, and it does some weird thing chemically to your body, huh. and you like your hangover, like it confuses your internal your internal organs, like your heart does something. I'm telling you, it gets rid of your hangover. It infuses them. Confuses More science. Them. It infuses and confuses them. Okay. It infuses your body with fat and beef and pork and sugar. And just and then you it, don't care. You're hungover. It may you don't care anymore. No, you no, care your body's anymore. confused. I'm okay. telling you, your heart's like beating weird. And uh, there is a ratio between. Blake Haney's scientific explorations and beer consumption. I'm just saying. I'm like the, I'm like the Discovery Channel. Right, let's get you a couple more beers then, because I like that one. Since since I you like that, we have a surprise. With turkey that you will love. Now this is wow. a great burger. I got to tell you, this is my favorite we've had so far. Everyone's been good, but this is sort of off the charts when it comes to a whole bunch of different stuff happening. It's fantastic, and to think one of your cousins might have killed a deer is even better. <laughs> What's well, right? I mean, how, how do you end up getting the deer? Are these people hunting these oh, deer? Oh, no, no, it's all farm raised. It's all farm raised. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, farm raised. Nobody's shooting a deer for this, right? Yeah. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. We wish, we wish we could do that. Isn't right, it? yeah. All much more of the fun, but. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the burger would cost $60. Right, right. And they'd only have them three days a week. Yeah, maybe. You, yeah right. exactly. If you haven't hunted, you know it's. Why aren't y'all open today? Uh, where they go out hunting. You know, <laughs> you deer hunting, and at the end of the day, you're like, yeah. That cost me 300 bucks a pound, that meat. <laughs> so where are these deers living? Are they living in, in Louisiana? Where do they live? Deer comes from New Zealand, I believe. New Zealand, okay. All right. So that's a little less than local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's Grant's turf. Yeah. His eyes light up whenever you say New Zealand. <laughs> he pines for it. Uh, Land of the Hobbits. Their film, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they actually shoot deer from a helicopter in New Zealand. They shoot deer from helicopters mm-hmm. in New Zealand. They do that. Are here you kidding as well. me? Wow. If right. I needed to shoot a lot of deer, I'd probably it, do that. It as begs well. the question: Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> if you needed to shoot a lot of deer in order to sell a lot of deer to make money, but would that be cost effective though? It's got to be expensive to be operating helicopters. How many deer are you just mowing down tens of thousands of deer <laughs> at a time? <laughs> a gat- a gatling gun hooked up to the helicopter. Yeah, then, then the meat's no good, right? If you're just mowing them down with like machine guns, right? I don't know. Maybe gatling guns. Maybe it's a it's a helicopter filled with snipers. 
Oh, so it's very precision shooting. Very precision. But then again, your costs are going up. You got to pay yeah. a sniper a lot more. You can, you can hire me to, sh- to shoot. I'm uh, starting. Drone. I'm actually starting a drone <laughs> hunting drone force in Louisiana. Force. Oh, yeah. We've been waiting for that. The world's yeah. been waiting for that. I'm doing it with those ducks guys. We're going to do a spinoff wow, show. Nice. Yeah. I got a, a truck of granite. Can I get in that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> excellent. Thank you. Who have we offended in the show? I think lots of people. I haven't okay. cursed yet. No, well, you've done a really doggone okay. good job of that. I haven't. Elk. Now the elk. elk. All right. This is number eight, isn't it? This is uh, number eight. This is the uh, this is the house bun. Hold on, I gotta I gotta spear my elk real quick. This is the this is the house bun, the yellow cheddar, the crispy tasso, the romaine, the mayo, and the tomato. What's the difference between Tasso and anything not called Tasso? <laughs> <laughs> Tasso's, um, it's, it's, it's pork that they uh, put a curing agent and smoke it. Mm. Um, so there's mil- a million different varieties of, um, of Tasso in Louisiana, but it's indigenous to the Cajun country where Blaine and I grew up. So how's it different from bacon? Not all Also fat. cure. Uh, it's pork shoulder. Okay. Um, and it's... Uh, curing elements and smoking so same as bacon but different um different not part not as fatty it's okay. a leaner leaner meat it's a ham that, so, one, that one tastes a little like texture a little more cooked more than the other ones yeah. crispy on the outside oh, yep yep well, it was a true story i had a friend of mine who moved here did some great work post katrina she was from um someplace else in the world uh new york <laughs> and so she hadn't really spent a lot of time down there. She'd been here once before, but she moved here, started doing a ton of work, and had no idea what she was seeing on the menu when she saw Tasso. And since she was a good, committed vegetarian, she just assumed it was a local Tofu. vegetable, something in the bell pepper family forever. <laughs> and so she's lived with that for the last five or six years. I guess it's a dozen now. <laughs> Is she still having intestinal issues after uh, eating it? Well, I'll tell you what, if you're a hardcore vegan or vegetarian, right, even like, you know, looking at butter, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have some issues. (laughs) Really? All right, I'm gonna let you take that, Mr. Science. (laughs) I'm gonna get into my science talk on the intestinal issues of vegans after I finish our last burger. I have a whole talk on it. Really? Okay. I've got notes. So yeah, don't do anything that's going to gross us out for the last two burgers, please. I'm, I'm respectful of like that. These. I'm not okay. going to get into it. Yeah. But the All point right. is you boys have a fantastic Tasso tree growing in your yard, and thank you for picking <laughs> yes. it to make this burger. <laughs> awesome. The Tasso fruit. The Tasso fruit. <laughs> now, is there, is there anything that's vegan on the menu? Is the veggie burger vegan or not? Not completely. Not, not, right? not Yeah, not completely vegan because um, there's eggs in the buns. Oh, got it. Okay. I mean, that would be something that would be interesting to explore because it's so close. If you could get a kind of a vegan bun for it uh, as an alternative for people that want it. Because I'd love to send my vegan friends here, too. We're also we're working on a gluten-free bun as well. So We're in the works. But the gluten-free bun is made with pig fat. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is, you know. Now, are all these burgers coming out the same um, in terms of, like, you know, be medium rare or whatever? I mean, they all the, are they all cooked the same? or? Uh, for you guys, yeah, we're trying to cook them all for medium uh, temperature-wise, but um, medium, okay. yeah, I mean, can't have a medium shrimp <laughs> <laughs> or a turkey. Thank you. I, I, mean, I wondered if there's sort of like a recommended uh, temperature for them, and you were bringing out the recommended for each one, or recommended medium for Re- our red meats. So everything it, that's 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 your favorite. For that yeah. is medium. And then Kobe, I would go a little bit less mid-rare, um, just because it's such a 
fulfill, fulfilling meat. Um, the more you cook it, you're, gonna you, lose. you're losing out. <laughs> and the Kobe uh, beef, I've, I've heard sort of stories of how that stuff is raised, but what makes it Kobe? Is it well, Kobe's a region. Uh, the beef that we actually carry is um, a product called Heart Brand. It's based out of uh, Yoakum, Texas, and it's actually the Akashu cow, which is the red cow from the Japanese Kobe region. Um, most people think that the Kobe Wagyu, yeah, Kobe beef in America Kobe is Wagyu. from Kobe. The Wagyu is they the have two types. Yeah, the Wagyu is the black cow, and this is the the red cow, and it uh-huh. actually. They call it heart brand beef because it actually uh, has heart-healthy beneficial qualities uh, in the fats that um, were part of the genetic makeup of the animal raised on the nutrients from the volcanic ash um, in the Kobe region. Wait, so the black Kobe are the ones that are raised here? The black, the black is, is the Wagyu, and they crossbreed that okay. um, with, um, with an American breed. Okay. Because they're not a self-sustaining animal. So don't they have, like, geisha girls that, like, rub sake on it and stuff and massage them every day? And they, yeah. I mean, they're not feel sustainable. They're, they have really <laughs> weak knees. The, the cow that we actually provide you here is the cow that's the only feel yeah, sustainable uh, cow that's from the Kobe, from Kobe region. Kobe region. Oh, interesting. Okay. What do we got now? This is the well, uh, Yeah, this is the antelope. It's the Hawaiian sweet bun, the yellow cheddar. Mayo, iceberg, and a fried egg. Yes. I'm waiting for my fried egg. Uh, I saw the golden fall from You know, one thing he left out when he was talking about the Kobe beef is that um, I believe they're massaged as well, and they listen to nothing but Michael McDonald. (laughs) (laughs) They just pump it through the whole thing. Like the most chill. The most chill. (laughs) (laughs) Thus the lower fat content on the cows. They're malnourished. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Used to be Kenny G, but they found Michael McDonald does better. Oh, so smooth. Yeah. This, this, just the egg with the. Well, go ahead. The egg was amazing because it created this texture that when I bit into this quarter, it basically just shot into my mouth. Like the egg <laughs> lubricated the burger on the bun and shot the beef into my mouth. And then it leaves like a little residue <laughs> on your lips, too. Shooting beef into my mouth. Is something that I really enjoy in wow. this moment. You've been, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Not right. normally, but yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Aside from Mr. Haney's scientific musings, I just want to tell you, this tastes to me like Grandma's going to make a better baby burger. <laughs> it just had this like warm, all the good stuff from home, like eggs, you know, and like whatever. It just, it's, it's just kind of comforting. Good. Yeah, comfort food. I never thought antelope could be comfort food, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely rich meat, though, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's not all antelope, too, right? No, we we also cut it uh, with 30% bacon. 30% bacon? Bacon. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's why it tastes like comfort food. (laughs) Because when I was sick, the the meal that made you know you were back was when you actually ate bacon that was being cooked, right? Could you make a bacon burger? Would it be possible to make a burger of, like, 100% bacon? Oh, my God. We may have just invented it right here. We might have to do another episode of this. But they have to cut it with 10% shrimp. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, we actually have uh, Would it be possible four types it? of bacon. Four types of bacon in that burger? No, in-house. Oh, in-house. Oh, yeah. I, want the, a, I want the four type of bacon burger. And none of it's Hormel. Or four types no, of bacon. No. <laughs> That's what we should have for dessert. We have a yes. wild, wild boar's bacon. We have a praline bacon. 
Nice. Apple bacon. You have a probably turkey bacon. bacon. Yeah, it's coming yeah. up next. That's oh. coming up. That's. After you just talked about it. Now you can get hungover. Well, actually, pretty much. <laughs> There's kids the way, over there. Right? I was about to drop an F bomb. I'm not going to. Uh, is that bad. what it is? Is my kids are keeping it? From I can't. Me? They're right there. I'm not going to. It's such a yeah. nice looking family. You guys, you know, it's like they. Do earmuffs. Do earmuffs. <laughs> Come on. No. They won't do it. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Right, so, <laughs> so, how did y'all my son just smiled. know that you should use antelope to make a burger and sell it on the corner at Jackson Avenue and Magazine Street? Um. First part of the question first. Well, we wanted to do different stuff, and um, a few years back, I went hunting with some friends, and we shot an antelope. Were you we're about to shoot an antelope? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You looking for something else, and an antelope came <laughs> no, by, and you shot it? No, no, no we okay. were out there. There's board. And, yeah, we, we haven't shot anything today. What the hell is that? And a friend oh, shot right. antelope. Yeah, there's people and, um, in here, too, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> and, really bad day. And, and we had the meat ground, and we made burgers with it, and uh, I was in South Dakota hunting. And we, we would fry, you know, we were camping and cooking, and we had bacon grease left in the pot. Poured that out, fried it's a real lean meat, and fried it up on there. And that little bacon rendering gave it a good flavor. And then when we started thinking about a meat mixture, it just it made sense. And that's so when you decided to start this restaurant. No, no, that's not <laughs> when we decided to start the restaurant. But that's when we decided that we were going to add antelope to the menu. So I like the details of the story. If I'm hearing this correctly. You were on a hunting slash camping trip, but had bacon with you in case you found anything that you might need to render bacon for no, in no. order to bring the antelope out. Just say yeah. You yeah, yeah. That's how it went. It was oh, all like that. Okay, good, good. Yeah, great story. These boys I mean, travel with bacon. We bacon jumped on antelope. Did you, did you coin that? or is this, who, who did this first? What's that? I guess you could say we Mixing coined it. Mixing bacon with antelope. I guess we coined it. I mean, Seriously? You think yeah. you invented it? I, I would <laughs> believe so. I hope you become famous for that. I really do. <laughs> There ought to be a plaque. That's delicious. In South Dakota and here. It is amazing. <laughs> wow. Okay, so antelope, isn't that like halfway between like a deer and a, and a moose, basically? Like what's that? I antelope. No, no, it's much smaller. It's, what's it's an antelope real, look like? It uh, looks similar to a deer. It has uh, black horns. They're kind of like just split. I don't know. They're it's indigenous. not like a moose. A moose and an elk are huge in comparison. Oh, okay, okay. So elk's the one that's more like in between a deer and a moose. Right, like okay. a... Uh, an antelope, you know, like a really big antelope would be like 100 I'm going to Google what one looks like, and you have to describe it. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> and they're indigenous to North America. Right. All right. I've never had antelope before, but I'm going to eat one some more. <laughs> I don't care if they look like Bambi. I, I want to eat lots of them. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's cute. Oh, you spoiled it for me now. Come on. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, it is, it is quite adorable. Very sweet animals. Yeah. They're fantastic. Loving, gentle creatures. Like, who would be its voice? So grillable. Who would be the antelope's voice if it was a Disney movie? Uh-oh. Oh, oh here, here, here we are. Kobe here we go. There's the Kobe burger. Oh, we knew about it. Take a picture of us. I'm Instagramming it. So, which bacon is this, boys? That looks like pecan. That's the praline I bacon. See no, I see praline on bacon. there, yeah. All right. Yeah, right. the the remnants of praline on there. Oh my yeah. god, that looks like. I'm gonna get the I one think that has the praline. This this, this is. This, I'm gonna need to eat the vegetarian pr- burger after I eat this. This is your money shot burger right, right here, boys. Yep. This yeah, this, this, this is the one that's gonna pay oh the bills. Oh my god, falling apart. That's ridiculous. Hold on, I got, I got a piece. Holy man, I have a piece yeah. of meat there. I gotta grab. Yeah, uh, this isn't right. Oh, you left your meat on the tray. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Take it. There we go. Good job. Wow. Damn. Hey, I got the small quarter. What's, what's on top of this? I mean, he got the small quarter. I got the small quarter. 
We actually do our caramelized onions with a beta root beer. With a beta root beer, local yeah. root beer. Oh my god. This is what it sounds like to chew a Kobe burger with praline bacon made from root beer. <laughs> Do you say beat a root beer or a beat a beer? A beat a root, root beer. beer. Root beer. Okay. A beat a root beer, praline bacon. Wow. Come on. That's it's even better than antelope like made with bacon. Sautéed mushrooms, oh. Thomasonville cheese. Oh, I didn't read it. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> it's the Hawaiian sweet bun. Oh, your favorite. Thomasville. Tom cheese, a beater root beer, caramelized onion, sautéed mushrooms, praline bacon, sun-dried tomato aioli, arugula, and tomato. That's beautiful. This is the best that uh, South Louisiana has to offer right there, oh my huh? God, That's it's so delicious. Good. These pecans are perfect. <laughs> it's affecting Sweet, my breathing. Spicy. <laughs> I'm, I'm slowly slipping into the food color, but no. yeah. Wait, yep. so what do we have after this? Oh, wait, it's <laughs> over. <laughs> ah. Wait, we have to have the dessert burger. Oh, we got the dessert burger coming. <laughs> it comes so, with foie gras. <laughs> there we go. Pauline bacon, foie gras. All right, so let's go six through, cheeses. Let's go through two things. What's the biggest seller, and what are your two favorite burgers? <clears throat> yeah, biggest seller is the house. I'd say the my favorite burger is the Kobe, without a doubt. Yeah. It's so rich, it's sweet, salty, savory. It's, yeah, it has every element that a burger should. And my favorite burger is the shrimp burger. Uh, shrimp burger is pretty damn good. Yeah, the shrimp was great, but I got to tell you, the venison blew me out of my chair. I, I'd, I'd never had something explode like that before. And, you know, well, Blake had his, his little experience with the tell meat, you, man, beef thing. Beef. Would be shoot yeah, down beef, throat, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not sure. But tell you what. That's a different show. <laughs> I'll do the egg. Yeah. That doesn't happen much on Monday nights. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> Are we at the end of our show? We are at the end. I, oh, ah, can we still eat off camera? <laughs> we finished all the burgers. No, he's got dessert coming for us. I was hoping to like I was dessert. You mean beer? Yeah, yeah. yeah, dessert as in beer. Okay. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. Thank you. And allowing me to bring my friend, who's my much better guest, since he's a professional food blogger. You didn't know that, did you? Ah, <laughs> that now Joe. It doesn't work for the art blogger. spaces. He works for the New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's kidding. Thanks for having us. It was great. Um, I hope you guys check us out online. We're at artspace.org. Um, we're doing artspace.org. Artspace.org. Uh, you can find us if you just link up with Blake and all of his platforms. And this is great. Our thing is about showing light on local quality, local folks who are doing good things here and, and making New Orleans a, a great place to live and, and come to. And so thanks, boys. This was fantastic. All right. Thanks for keeping it local and making yeah. it great, Blake. Well, and thanks most of all to Charcoal. Now, uh, give us your hours again. When are you open? We're open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. till 10 p.m. And on Sunday from 11 a.m. till 4 p.m. And the only place people can get these things that we just gushed about is here. at Oh, my gosh. Tater tots now. Are you sweet potato? Oh, I had these before. These are so good. Um, Handmade. Wow. Okay. Um. The only place people can get sweet potato tots in the whole planet, I believe, right, <laughs> is on the corner of Jackson and Magazine on the, uh, on the right hot. side. What? This is too hot to put it in my mouth. I know. We can't put it in the same mouth yet. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to. This will be. Um, dessert. This will be dessert. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and what's your website? You have a website? Yeah, yeah. Charcoalburgerbar.com. Charcoalburgerbar.com. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, thank you. 
Thank you so much for hosting. This is this. Uh, yeah, we've had a lot of fun ones, but this has been my favorite. You can also episode. find us on Facebook or Twitter. Okay. At Dark. Charcoal's Burger Gourmet Burger Bar. <laughs> and just so y'all know, everyone down here is beautiful. So come by and see the beautiful people. No way, say it. We we inserted the word gourmet. On Twitter, Charcoal Burger. On Facebook, Charcoal's Gourmet Burger Bar. Just to confuse us. Yes. Okay. Because Twitter has a 15 character limit. Uh, got it. Okay. Well, we're gonna have links to all that on our website. Um, so glad to have you all here. Our show is recorded live each week at Ted's Frost Top, except tonight. Um, tonight at, we were at Charcoal. I don't know what to call you anymore now. Are you Charcoal Gourmet Burger or we, whatever we are uh, at, at Charcoal? Can't miss it. The highest thing on the block, uh, right there on the corner, Jackson Magazine. Um, our, uh, let's see, we, we had fabulous audio quality of the show. It was brought to you by, in part, by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live recording products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Eris studio monitors, and much more. And while I'm saying all this, they're eating all the uh, tater tots. There's none left for me. I got one reserved, though. So you can visit www presonus.com for more information. Uh, thank you for joining us at Midnight Menu Plus One. If you'd like to know more about our show, you can visit us on our website. Uh, while you're at itsneworleans.com, where you can visit us, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One, as well as other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Win Win, and Out to Lunch. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, thank you for subscribing. Maybe you could take a minute to rate us and review us. That helps with other people finding us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. So we meet again. I'm Ray Canada. Good night. Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.